Blog Talk Radio. Flurry, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Unscrupulous and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. Hello, 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 and welcome to the best Big Brother after show online that you'll ever find. I'm your host, Sam. Hey, listen, we've been together all season. You should know this by now. I want to thank everybody for joining me. Uh, not on last week. I got, it took a well-deserved, what I felt like a well-deserved vacation. Enjoyed it. Went to the beach, played a little golf, watched a little football. And unfortunately, that week it's available, lands on the week that we have, uh, I believe it was the final five, uh, where we saw Julia go home. Uh, so I missed you guys, and uh, I'm glad to be back. But I will say this, amongst being gone last week, lo and behold, tonight my son... My two-year-old precious son is not feeling well. So my wife is watching him. I'm doing the show from home. My wife is watching him, and we also have a baby. If she gets caught in a situation, she is supposed to send me an emergency text that says, Help, and folks, I'm going to have to cut the show if that happens. I will let you know. And if so, we will do a show tomorrow night. So don't worry. We're going to still continue. We'll do a two-part, but if I've got to go, I've got to go. You know, Brendan and Rachel will probably figure this out soon. You know, with them being pregnant, what an announcement that was, huh? Little Brendan, little Brenchel. But one thing that I could give them advice on is, you know what? There's one thing that will absolutely crush you, and that is when your child is sick and when you don't know what's wrong with them, it makes it ten times worse because all you want to do is make them feel better and take it away. And when you can't, you feel like the smallest person on earth, because your job is to protect them and make them feel at ease. And when you can't do that, it is very hard on a parent. So uh, bear with me. If that happens, uh, let's just, you know, I'll let you know. Got to go. We'll continue the show next, uh, tomorrow night. Um, and I'm sure everything will be fine tomorrow night. But uh, for now, we're clear. We're in the clear. I've got the phone up. We'll, work. we'll look for the emergency text. If that happens, we got to go. Hope everybody understands. So if you're in the middle of a call or whatever, I'll let you finish, but if I cut you off, it's not because I want to be mean to you. It's because I've got that emergency, and my son needs me. So I hope you all understand that. Now, without further ado, let's continue on and do what we do best, which is talk about Big Brother. A lot of you guys not happy with this season, and if you want to speak up about it, it's uh, 917-889-7084. number's always the same. number changes every day. 
and it will be the same next season if we continue to do this. Hopefully we'll get a better season next season. A lot of you guys upset about this season. Got to be honest with you. You're going to hate this. I thought the season was one of the better ones. I think if you look at season so far, and I told you guys, I said, how's it going to divide? If we get the right final five, right final four, things are going to pick up this season. I got to be honest with you. I got to toot my own horn. Toot, toot, I think it happened. Now, you may not think it happened because your favorite was not at the end, but I want you to consider who you have at the end, and we're going to talk about that a little bit further. Um, so let's go back. We saw, we saw Julia go home. Uh, I think that needed to happen. Just kind of run through that. I think mean, that needed to happen. I think this, this twin, this off-twin thing, we have talked about it, we have talked about it, we have talked about it. It is not a good thing to have those three people anywhere in that final four. They've all made the right decisions. Everybody in the house has made the right decisions thus far up to that point. Julia going home, I think Liz was the smarter decision. How they talked everybody into sending Julia home, who's non-threatening, is beyond me. But Julia goes home, I think it's a, I think it's a really smart move. Um, and so here we are. Now, you know, we get two evictions this week. Let's speed up to this week because that's what's important. We get two evictions this week. And uh, what a great blind side yesterday. I mean, I have told you guys the last time that I got excited on a, during a Big Brother season was Big Brother 14 where Dan sends Shane home. And that, to me, is one of the best blind sides that's ever happened, is one of the best arrangements he's ever made. It was, it was a great move. I consider Dan my third favorite player. And those are the things that Dan d- did that made me really just love this guy. And that was the last time I really felt excited watching Big Brother. It was the last time I really got excited and really felt like, oh, you know, I got chill bumps. It was a great moment. And we used to have those moments all the time. Seasons, to me, season, uh, like, maybe like season three, you know, season two is great. But season three through all the way through to, like, season 12. Yeah, maybe not 12, but, like, season 11. There were some really shocking moments. Your coup d'etat in season 11, probably the last big one. And it just seems like all these twists that have been going on since season 13 just, to me, puttered out. And, you know, like I was originally saying, I just feel like cast-wise, a new cast, and you can't bring the, the, the vets who have come back in 13 and the vets who have come back in 14. I don't count those. It's not fair to count those as part of the cast as far as new cast because, you know, only half of the cast was new. I felt like the new cast in 13 was awful. I felt that the new cast in 14 was awful. I felt like the new cast in 15 was awful. And I thought the new cast in 16 was awful. And, yes, I am on record as saying that. I think all those seasons had terrible new players. Absolutely awful. I mean, you have people that were just coasting. There was floater after floater after floater. I want you guys to consider the players that were new players in this season. Maybe you didn't get a tingle. Maybe you didn't get excited. Maybe there were things that you didn't like. Maybe the wrong person won the wrong things to you. But one thing that I think is very important to stress here is that as you're doing all your hating, this is one of the better new casts we've seen. I mean, Jason was a likable guy, even though he didn't make a lot of moves. He won that, I believe he won that first HOH. Uh, James was a good player. Uh, Devon, I think, probably could have been a decent player if she'd have been able to keep her emotions in check. I, I personally feel like, um, you know, we had a lot of decent players. We had a lot of decent players. And, you know, whether you're talking about uh, Johnny Mack winning those power vetoes, Shelly winning HOHs, uh, Vanessa winning HOHs and, P- and vetoes, 
Uh, Steven finally stepping in towards the mid, and uh, and kind of the end of the middle of the season, stepping up and winning things. Becky winning a couple of uh, winning. I think she's won two big HOHs. I, it was a good season, and you know, and maybe it didn't shock value you, and it didn't do this, and it didn't do that. And I get that. You know, there were moments I didn't feel very shocked by it, but I think overall we got strong women. I have said that all season long. I appreciate the fact that we're dealing with strong women this season. I appreciate the fact that we had strong men this season. You can hate Austin all you want, but Austin did the, did what he needed to do. Look how far that guy got. He should have gone home really a lot earlier than he did. You know, he got caught lying. Yet he's able to survive. He makes this tre- you know this threesome <laughs> with the two twins. Lucky guy makes a threesome with these two twins. Is able to kind of carry himself a little bit further. And hey. I got to give him credit. You know, you get that far. Thank God Meg is not in the final four or final five. That was that was going to be a deal breaker personally for me was seeing Meg in that final five or final four, final three, final two. It, it just it would have absolutely ruined the season. I think the season uh, at the end has flipped over and actually become a better season. But I have to say that despite all your feelings and how you feel, I really think that if you look at the up and down of this new cast, I think casting did a really good job. Now, there are some rumors about Les not being pleased with the season, the, the CBS CEO president. Uh, I think it's Les Moves. Not being um, happy, or, or Mr. Chen, Julie Chen's husband, not being very happy with how uh, Big Brother 17 went. Uh, but i got to be honest with you. I think Robin Cass has, has taken the wrong criticism. I think she cast very well. Uh, I think, you, you know, here's the thing, folks. I mean, when somebody's taken and they're telling you, I want a nerd, I want, uh, you know, a strategic person, I want, you know, the model, I want, uh, you know, I want this, this, and this, and this. I want the really built guy. We want some sexy women. We want the older vixen. When you start throwing that in there, you're pretty limited on the group of people that you can actually cast for this. I'm, I am honestly sure that Robin Cast does a fantastic job. She does a great job in Big Brother Canada. I think they've had really great casts. And I don't think they've missed the boat on many at all. Um, and so I think she does a good job. She also does Big Brother Canada. And I think she does a great job. I think it's CBS that says you have to do this, this, and this, and this. And she has to find people that fit certain categories. And so they do – you know, when you've got a list of people and none of them fit your category, you do have to recruit. And, and like I've said to you guys before, recruits are part of the game because they want people who don't know what's going on in the game. They want people who are familiar with it, and they let them watch prior seasons while they're, you know, being held. But, you know, the whole thing is they don't want them to be somebody who is not surprised by anything and is completely on game and completely on point. They want true emotional movement on the, on the show, and it doesn't work very well. But, you know, recruits are good-looking People like to see good-looking people. I hate to tell you all, if you're going to tell me you want to see, you know, 16 ugly people that play really well, I'm okay with that. But, I, listen, you're not going to get 7, 8 million viewers if they're going to be ugly people. That's just the truth of it. So those things are probably pretty necessary to do. So I think Robin Cassidy is getting an awful, awful, too much, uh, awful lot of heat that she doesn't deserve this week. Um, and, and honestly, before we talk about anything else, uh, going along with you guys talking about how much you don't like the season all over Facebook, the other thing, too, that I want you guys to notice is that, you know, CBS puts a lot of money into this show. And when you think about how much they put into the show, I, I just want you to think about this. 
not only are they putting in, um, not only are they putting a, a complete house on a soundstage, which occupies the rent there. Let's be honest with you. They've got other shows they can put into that place they're not able to do all summer long. It's a very long show. It's three months. It's live. It's wired with multi-million dollar equipment all through the house. You know, high definition stuff. I mean, really quality camera equipment. They're paying 16 people to be in this house. You get a stipend weekly. I think it's a thousand dollars before tax. Really, you know, pretty good money. I mean, really. And they're paying them per week to be in this house to play this game, and it's a very expensive situation. Now, on top of paying all these players, you know, a thousand a week, four thousand a month each. Uh, as long as they're in the house, you also got to pay the jury members more money, which is why so many people want to go to jury. Okay, so now you're paying jury people more money. You're paying the people that played that got out before jury their money, a thousand a week, and then you're paying the the last two people five hundred grand for the winner and fifty thousand for the second place person. When you consider how much money this show eats, it's at a point where you know six or seven million viewers is just the tipping point. I'm telling you guys right now, this show drops down to $5 million, $4 million, the show's gone. It's canceled. It's gone. They're not going to keep it. It's not because it's a staple of, uh, you know, look, American Idol get canceled. It doesn't matter what it used to do. What it matters is what they do now. And so I think a lot of the problem with CBS is we've got a show that stays steady right at before cancellation numbers. Big, I'm telling you, Big Brother drops into $5 million, $4 million, it's gone. And it's cost us a fortune to do this. Of course, Les is not happy with it. Of course, the CEO and president of CBS is not happy with Big Brother. There's nothing that's going to happen with Big Brother that he's going to like until he gets back up to seven, eight, nine million, or compares with Survivor or some of the other shows. I mean, look what happened to Mason Race. Amazing Race drops. They go to one. They go to. They go to Friday nights. I mean, that show's probably on its way out as well. So, you know. You guys, you know, you, you you complain about the casting, and and I get it, and you're upset with a lot of the game this year. But Big Brother's going to get canceled. It's going to get canceled because it really is an expensive show to have. It's a very expensive show to run. So, and not to mention, you know, you've got to hire carpenters to build this house and to, and to make differences in this house every year. I mean, they've got to have a few million dollars going out every year on this show. And this is not friends. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, paying everybody, everybody you know, $6 million to your actors, and yet you're getting, you know, you know $70 million in advertisement. You're just not getting that. So not to mention, and also let me throw this in there too, while we're talking about the, co- the cost of Big Brother, you've got to hire a 24-hour staff to be on top of editing, to be on top of camera vision. So everything that you've got on that show is very, very expensive. So a lot of things that came out this week about less and a lot of people saying, well, this is why the show's awful, I think, you need to take a, I think you need to put on the brakes. It's not because of casting. It's not because of anything else, although casting has been bad, but I think, again, that's CBS's fault. The whole thing with CBS kind of and, and the president saying, hey, I'm not happy with Big Brother, is because I think he wants to cancel it. I think he legitimately wants numbers to come in below that $5 million so he can pull that plug. And that's, my, that's where I'm going to come from on this. Now, again, I do not think this was a bad season of Big Brother. I don't think it was a great season of Big Brother. I think it was right in the middle of being a decent season. And that's because, and this is where we continue our conversation now, I think they got it right in the Final Four. I think the Final Four was dead on. I think it was right. Now, uh, you know, we see Vanessa win HOH, and we see her put Johnny Mac and Steve up. 
Um, and, of course, you know, Johnny Mac wins that POV like he does. And Johnny Mac comes down, and then the next person that goes up is Austin. And she is the person that has to make that final decision because Johnny Mac did the right thing. Johnny Mac had the opportunity to send Steve home, and he said that that was a mistake, but I don't think it was. I think he did everything he could at that point. Of course, here's the thing. Johnny Mac's got to win an HOH, guys. Johnny Mac's got to win the HOH. He's got to win one. There's not one more important than the one in the Final Four because when you win the Final Four HOH and you make the decision who goes home, guess what? You get to compete in the final HOH for the final three, or the final two. It's three left. So you're in the catbird seat. Steve was in the absolute best seat possible, uh, being that he could compete and win, and Johnny Mac could do the same. Johnny Mac did not pull it off, and that's the shame of it. If Johnny Mac had pulled off the right HOH at the right time, Johnny Mac's fine. Johnny Mac's safe, and we're moving into a, a final, I guess, final three with Johnny Mac, which is interesting. So – that's the situation, folks. I, I, you know, I think, I think, I think the final four was right. You know, Austin goes home. Austin probably the second most eventful player next to Julia. Liz obviously being the one who wins HOHs and POVs. She's obviously the better player. She deserved to be in that final four. She deserved to be there. Um, and because of that, I think it was the right move for Austin to go home. I don't think it was the best move probably for Vanessa, but Vanessa delivering that blow definitely was a big deal. And I think Austin is extremely bitter. He's going to be really bitter. You know, well, I guess Julia he knows now because we saw him the, uh, in the jury house. But Austin's very bitter, and he says he's going to tell everybody not to vote for him. I got news for him. I don't think anybody's going to listen. I don't think anybody's going to listen. When you sit around and you listen to what Shelly is saying, Shelly's Shelley's a very, very influential player. She's a lot like Brittany. I mean, she can really talk people into things. We saw it all season. And I think she's going to talk the house into seeing what Vanessa has done. Um, But, you know, Austin walks in the house. He's very mad. He's very bitter. And he's going to turn everybody against her. I think Austin needs to realize that he didn't win when he needed to. He relied too much on people that were not going to. I don't know where in the world he thought, I mean, truly thought, that anybody was going to take the three of them, the two of them, to a final, to a final four. It was the most ridiculous idea ever. And thank God, and I got to give them credit, Steve and Vanessa, Johnny Mac. Thank God they all saw it. Thank God they all stepped in it. Thank God they all ended that situation because it was only going to be worse. It was going to be two versus a sporadic other two. Liz and Austin were not going to separate. They were going to try to go to Final Two together. I know Austin, and I was proud of Austin the, uh, last week. When Austin said, i got to play this game for myself, and he won the POV, and he knew he was going to lose Julia, kudos to you, man. You're exactly right. You were not wrong in that situation. And you should have been the one sitting there saying, you know what, i got to save myself. He wins the POV. He stays in the house one more week. Kudos to, kudos to Austin. I was very proud of him because I thought, you know, there's no way that he'll lose Liz. To find out that he was willing to lose Liz to win this game was was an up, uptick for me. I think it was a good situation for him. So, uh, so we're in that situation where we get into that final four, and you know we turn right around another HOH. My God, what a great week, huh? But that blind side on Austin was spectacular. I mean, it was really well laid out. You know, I don't think Austin knew it was coming. I think Austin thought it was going to be Steve. 
and for that to happen. And I and I think it would have you know I think it would have been Johnny Mac. I really do. I think Johnny Mac would have gone. Um, I think if the nominations had stayed the same, I think Johnny Mac would have been out of there anyway. And uh, to be able to see kind of flip on Austin was a really great moment, I think, in the show and in the show's history a little bit because blindsides rarely work out so well and blindsides are rarely, rarely so exciting that to see it happen is, is fantastic. Then, you know, we turn around we see Steve win this next HOH, this last one that we saw tonight. And, you know, Steve had to come to a decision. Now, I think Steve made the best nominations. Johnny Mack and Vanessa were the right nominations, okay? Um, and in a situation where you know you've got to trust Vanessa in that situation, I don't think, you know, Vanessa going to the block, she actually handled it really well. Now, I want to say something because we're going to do a lot of Vanessa talk tonight as we go as long as I've got the opportunity. I know that people are fed up with Vanessa. I know she cries. I think it's all BS, okay? I think all her crying is just her way of getting sympathy. Because if you notice her, and it's a game play. It's it's an absolute game strategy. When she's crying and she's upset, she's making sure that people understand that she's upset. It's it's very much like you understand why. You understand why. You understand why, right? I mean, you see, you understand. That is her trying to get into that space where people won't be so mad at her. And it works. It works. It's worked all season. Why stop doing it? It is annoying. There's nothing worse than watching an adult cry, snot blowing out of their nose, bubbles, you know, huffing, can't breathe, can't talk straight. There's nothing more annoying than that. And i got to admit, it's been very annoying watching Vanessa play that. But it has worked. And it has allowed her to have a very strong position in the house. And what works, works, guys, whether we like it or not. What works is working. And we don't know what it's like in that house to deal with somebody who investigates and interrogates over and over again and then beats something up to death. I don't know. I, I, I mean, you know, it is amazing to me that Vanessa has lasted only because I think that she's obviously been the best player. But I think it's just people, she's made so many solid alliances in that house that, and she's done a kind of a good job of keeping a lot of blood off her hands that she's only really had to get dirty with sending Austin home. And by that time, it's too late. Excuse me. By that time, it's really too late for anybody to do anything to her. But I disagree with Austin on his way out. I don't think anybody's going to be convinced that they shouldn't vote for her. I feel like if she is in that final two seat, she is a slam dunk, um, in my opinion. And 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 I'll tell you what. Uh, obviously, we've got this final HOH coming up. We're in our final three. <sighs> I'll tell you what, Liz has got to go. Liz has got to go. And Johnny Mac needed to go. And as much as people don't want to hear that and they love Johnny Mac, you'll never listen to my show again, what a piece of crap I am. I understand that Johnny Mac was one of your favorites. I understand James is one of your favorites. But what we have to understand is that this is a game of strategy. You have to sometimes take your personal feelings out of it. Listen, I saw Rachel and Brendan tonight. I am not a huge Rachel and Brendan fan. I cringe when I see that they're going to be on. You tell me they're going to be on next season, my skin's going to crawl. But let me tell you this. Part of me loves seeing them. You know why? Because I love to hate them. And I love to hate. I love to cheer against them. I love to to watch them gloat when, I, when I'm wrong. When they win a, a comp and one of them gets HOH, they're, they're, you know, they're blatant, just obvious, just glutton, in your face. I love that. I hate it at the same time until I look back and go, man, I love to hate those guys. 
and it's the same situation. There are players that you've got to understand that you're going to just love because of who they are, and you're going to love to hate because of who they are. And just because you love one doesn't mean that you can't understand why another one would win. Now, of everyone sitting up there, Johnny Mack is – Vanessa made the right decision. Let me tell you why. Johnny Mack and Steve had a deal. Johnny Mack and Vanessa have always been at odds. Johnny Mack said, I am not going to stick to a deal with Vanessa. He said that to Julie Chen. He told Julie Chen I would vote her out at my first opportunity, which was the right thing for him to do because I don't think you're going to win against her. Okay? So anyway, his thing is I need to vote. I need to get rid of her. Guys, don't be mad that Vanessa got him before, she, before he got her. I mean, that's part of the strategy of the game. She won the POV. He had an opportunity to win it. He did not. Therefore, Vanessa has that right to send home Johnny Mack, and I think Johnny Mack is the right guy. In that situation, looking at Steve and Johnny Mack, knowing that they've had alliance, knowing that they've had this thing going for quite some time, there's no way that you can deny that it's not the best move for her. You can't get rid of Liz. Why? Because Liz has absolutely no one now. No one. So you obviously are in a situation where, yes, Steve Steve and Vanessa have a connection. Vanessa and Liz have a connection. That's fine. They've all kind of had a connection through the season. But Johnny Mac was that guy that never would make the deals at the right time. And we can say all, all day how much we love him and how much we love James fact of the matter is, is that Johnny Mack didn't make deals that he needed to make early enough in the game to solidify himself down the road. There were two things that I said about Johnny Mack and James. They never planned for the future. They never planted a seed. They never said the right things. They never made a plan for somebody. They never set up an alliance. They never made a future plan. And in Big Brother, yes, it's hard to have a strategy. It's hard to go in there saying, I'm going to do this this week and this day. and this. That's tough to do, and I get that. I think you need to have an opening game, a middle game, and an end game. But I think you've got to roll with that game as it changes every single day. But you need to plant the seeds, and that's part of the change of the game as you're going forward. You've got to plant those seeds. You've got to set up those alliances. You've got to say those little things that you need to say. You've got to look at you got to look at Vanessa and say, Vanessa, Liz has two votes in the jury. You've got to make those comments. You've got to, you've got, especially with somebody like Vanessa that you know you can irritate, you know that you can get in her head. She's an easy person to get into her head. My ordeal there would be to get into her head as much as possible by telling her things that she knows are true and repeating them, being the last person to tell her. You always want to be the last person talking to someone in HOH. Anyone that's got the ability to get rid of you, put you up, whatever, you've got to be the last person they hear, the last voice. And Johnny Mac never did that. James never did that. So I understand that, he, that these guys are your favorites. And I like Johnny Mac too. Johnny Mac is a fantastic player, POV winner, but when it came down to what mattered, Johnny Mac didn't do what Johnny Mac needed to do. And this is a game of strategy. It is not a game of charity. It is not a game of fun. It is a real, true strategy game where there's a lot of money on the line, half a million dollars. And you don't give that up just because you like somebody. I mean, that's just the truth of it. So I think Johnny Mack was the right person for Vanessa to send home. I know that makes everybody angry at me. That makes everybody upset. But I believe that that's the truth. Uh, I think that Johnny Mack was the one to go. And I'm going to tell you right now, Liz is the next person that needs to go. Hopefully she doesn't win that HOH, and I'll tell you why. Because 
we know for a fact Liz has two jury votes. She's going to get Austin's vote, and she's going to get Julie's, uh, Julia's vote. And they may be able to convince a couple of other people to come on board. That's a serious, serious situation for anyone sitting in that final two. You do not want Liz at the end because you are down two to nothing the moment that you take that final two seat. Liz is the next person that needs to go. Now, if she wins the HOH, it's going to be extremely interesting if she makes it to that final two because whoever's up against her, you better hope that it's somebody. You better, you know what, I think, I think it's a good game either way. I think that Steve or Vanessa have a right to be where they are. I think they have a right to fight for it against Liz. Now, like I said, Liz goes 2-0, and Liz has every right to be there. Now, some people would say, yeah, but she was at an advantage with the twin and all that. Look, that was not an advantage. In my opinion, it was a major disadvantage. People found out about that weeks ahead of time, and people were willing to get rid of them, and that was a talk. And there was, a, and Shelly was able to strategize that situation. Really, they should thank, thank Shelly and uh, Clay. But, you know, they were able to, to make it through that point, and they were found out about very early. So, in my opinion, Liz does deserve to be there because Liz has had to overcome certain obstacles that the other players did not. And maybe it was great because she had somebody there in the house to protect her. She had two people. And Austin, that showman, that's just part of it. You can't, you know, Austin didn't come in the house with her. But Julia did, and that did give her an advantage, and I agree completely there. But I don't think it was easy for Liz, and I don't think it was easy for Julia, and i got to give them credit where credit's due. I think Liz is in a position where she is because she's won the right HOHs. I think Vanessa is where she is because she's run the right HOHs and the POVs. And I think the same thing about Steve. I like this final three. I liked the final four. Uh, I thought Johnny Mack was somebody who I think deserved to be in that final four, but I don't think that he deserved to be final two. If he did, he would have. Can you imagine the – I mean, it would have been funny to watch, but can you imagine the the vote for me speech that, that Johnny Mack would have given? I mean, it, it probably half of it wouldn't have made no sense. And that's not a discredit to him. I love the guy. In fact, his family tweets with me all the time. They're great people. I think he's great. I would be okay with him winning. But I wasn't going to be thrilled with him winning because I don't think that Johnny Mac did what he needed to do. And, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, he's having these conversations with Vanessa and he's having these conversations with other players in the house. And, guys, I'm sorry. When I'm listening to him have these conversations where he can make a deal, he falls flat. When I see where he could be saying something to plant a seed, he falls flat. And it's very, very frustrating as somebody who, who liked him to see him fall on his face so many times. And I'll be honest with you. Did he deserve to win coming back in the house? I I think he did because he wasn't out of the house that long. I think if it had been Shelly or Becky, it probably would have been a different story because they had been out of the house a little bit, especially Shelly, because that advantage of resting and being out of the house could be a disadvantage, but it could be an advantage as well. But Johnny Mac really didn't miss much time. I think he, you know, him coming back is not anything that I that I feel like would have hurt him at the end of the game. Uh, because he kind of went out and came right back in. And everybody knew it was going to happen. I mean, it was all expected. Everybody knew that they were going to get another shot. So I don't, I don't count that against Johnny Mack. But you've got to win HOHs at that point. When you're, it's okay not to win them. I think HOHs are dangerous. I would not win one. But when it comes down to it and you know that you're on the outside, and Johnny Mack knew he was on the outside all season long. He knew he was on the outside. James knew he was on the outside. That's the time when you really have to pick your game up and do things that you've got to do to survive. 
I don't feel like Johnny Mac did it. And I and I I'm going on record on it. Johnny Mac was the right guy to go home that this uh yesterday. Or, or I'm sorry, today. I'm getting confused. Austin was the right guy to go home yesterday. I love this final three. I love this final three. I think this final three is the right three people for this season. Vanessa has been the best player in the house. Bar none. Steve has has actually come on to be a very, very strong player. Mr. California's going to say, who's Steve? You know who Steve is. He's on hold. I'm telling you. He's going to say, I don't know who Steve is. You know who he is. He knows now, I'll tell you that. But Steve has played a very good game this this, this middle-to-end part of this game that I like. This is where Steve has been the strongest. He has gone to, to bat with Vanessa. He has tried to save Johnny Mack in situations. He has tried to make an amends with Austin and make things solid between them. Steve has done a very good job at the end of this game, and, I, and he should be very, very proud of himself. When he came in, nobody liked Steve. Nobody wanted to be around him. He creeped people out. He was always listening to conversations. I think then he had in a trash can to listen to a conversation in the, in the pantry room or whatever it's called. I mean, the guy was freaking people out, and uh, and I think that in reality, in my opinion, Steve is somebody who's deserving to sit there. His game came on strong when it needed to. It stayed very low when it didn't, when he needed it to. He's done everything pretty much right. He's followed the right rails that he needs to follow to get to where he is. So all credit to Steve. Uh, as I say, I think Vanessa is the strongest player in the house. I think Vanessa has made the wisest move so far. I think despite her whining and crying, which is, I admit, annoying, it is a strategy. And I don't think in any way, shape, or form does she cry like that or cry that much. If so, her girlfriend needs to grab her stuff. Well, I was going to say move out, but if she brings some five hundred grand, you don't want her to move out, right? You don't want to move out on that. You know, spend it. But, I, you know, I hope that her girlfriend doesn't have to listen to that all the time when she's done something wrong. Because it's, it is absolutely ridiculous, but I do think that it has been a way of her to emotionally get a benefit of the doubt from everybody she has sent home. You look at this entire season, for everybody that hates Vanessa, you look at this entire season. This entire season has been controlled by Vanessa. Now, let me tell you this. The biggest comparison you can make with Vanessa is Derek. Oh. Well, hold your horse, Sam. No, I'm serious. The biggest comparison you can make with Vanessa is Derek. Vanessa and Derek are, in my, in many ways, going to be compared. And you're going to crap on Vanessa. You're not. You're pee on Vanessa. I don't like her. Truth of the matter is, Vanessa's a better player than Derek. If you put Vanessa and Derek in a house with another group of people, Vanessa outplays Derek. I think that 100%. I believe that. I think Vanessa was that good this season. Added in with Liz, probably the, the you know, the only way it was going to get better is if Shelly was able to come back in the house and dominate. But I think you've got the right three people in this final three. I think that that's what you have to take care of. Guys, we're going to go to commercial real quick. When we come back, we're on Mr. California, the one and only. Stay tuned. not about anything else.
densely crunchy corn snack comes in seven nut-busting flavors. Bust a nut at a convenience store near you. Hey, folks. I know I told you at the beginning of the show that I'm dealing with a sick son. And he has thrown up, so I have got to end the show, Mr. California. I'm very sorry, sir. We will pick this up. I think we got enough done this week. Uh, for this week, I will see you guys next Wednesday. I'm sorry to cut the show like this, but you know how it is. When your kids are sick, you got to be there for them, and so I've got to rush and take care of that. Mr. California, again, I'm very, very sorry, sir. I will message you. We'll talk about it. Folks, thanks so much for listening to the show. As I told you, we will pick it back up. I'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks, folks. Bye-bye. Watching me, 